Guys, I am PMSing so fucking bad. I've almost divorced Troy five times today and we're not even married yet. But happy holidays, happy April. Don't even know what fucking day it is. Tomorrow, no, not tomorrow. The next day we go to Punta Cana. I'm about to get my raging period just in time for me to be in a skimpy thong bikini. And you know, I would just like to ask the Lord if you could please give me a motherfucking one trip in a bikini where I don't have a tampon string to worry about. Hot tip, if you do, you cut the tampon string. And then yes, you have to take your fingers and go inside your vagina. And that's sick, but that's why we have soap. That's why we have hand washing stations and soap. So everyone who freaks out about it when I say that, just use some fucking soap. Like, have you ever changed a baby's diaper? Uh, have you ever gotten poop on yourself? Maybe I'm just the only one, but like, it happens. Anyway, um, here is a random podcast episode. I literally woke up this morning and I was like, fuck, I wanna make a podcast. So here's an update. If uh, you haven't been following along on the Instagram or you just can't keep up because I talk at a million miles a minute and my life changes every five fucking seconds. So I um, have so many things going on that I'm so excited about, but the one of the best things that is going on right now is I recently started a Patreon. What a Patreon is, none of us really fucking know, but I was look so okay. Let's talk about uh, a couple different platforms. Instagram, right? I, if you missed it, back on GB Clark, was disabled for the fourth time, but I got it back and I'm back, but I'm fucking so censored. I'm still shadow banned. I don't know what the problem is, but something is weird. So anyway, the Instagram, I can't even say fuck. I gotta say fuckin'. I can't say men suck. I can't say lick my twat. I can't, you know, there's just some things that really just roll off the tongue for me that I unfortunately cannot say. Um, so that's a big thing. In my Facebook group, I have over fifth, it's like 5,000 women now in a private Facebook group. That's amazing. It's like, I have warning signs and flags that say you're this group is about to be taken away and shut down. Not really fucking sure why. Um, and then I have this podcast, this podcast. I fucking love it. It's so great. Like you guys give me so much amazing feedback and you're like, why don't you do more podcast episodes? Like, please do three a week, please do more, do more. And I honestly, it's great, but I would rather fucking talk to you guys. I feel like I literally am sitting here in my bed, in my underwear and a bra with my gut hanging over, about to reach my knees. And I'm just talking to the wall and which is fine because I talk to the wall all, all the time. But then like when it releases in a couple days and then you guys listen to it and then you give not feedback, but like you comment on it. You're like, oh my gosh, I, I relate to how you said this, or this was so fucking stupid that you said this. This didn't make any sense. Or this was kind of funny, or this was pointless. It's like after the fact, I want a space where it is one uncensored. I can say lick my twat. Um, I can talk about smoking weed or anything fucking else that I want to talk about. And I can have an actual conversation with y'all. So that's what the Patreon is. The Patreon is like uh, a place where I'm starting to, I'm like getting my groove, right? I've never been on Patreon. I've never subscribed to someone's fucking Patreon. So I don't know what the fuck it really is. Um, but we're all learning together and it's great. But I have been having like one-on-one -on -one conversations with people where my messages aren't filtered. I have been getting on and doing live Zoom conversations with people. I've probably had like 
five now individual Zoom or uh, yeah, uh, Zoom conversations with people. I did a launch party once a month. I'm going live in there and doing a live Q&A. It's more just an unfiltered place for me to say the things that sure I could say on my podcast, but it's a fucking conversation. Like the other day I was having this conversation with this girl. She's starting a new business. Do I know every fucking thing about anything? Fuck no. But I'm not making fun of a a human, I'm saying, oh my gosh, like this is absolutely terrible. I could have done this myself. It's, it's like, uh, this is the problem with today's world. In my opinion is like, why? Like this person like is probably a nice part the person who wrote me this probably a nice lady, but like, why do we think that like everyone deserves a participation trophy? And oops, I just clicked the wrong button. Anyway, she was like, you, I can't believe you would say this. Like your motto is don't be a dick. And I'm like, okay, I want everyone to take a deep breath. Like, yes, I fully believe do not be a dick. Like, do not be a fucking jackass. Don't go out and cut people off and flip them out. Don't outwardly go and try to ruin someone's fucking day. Don't be a a piece of shit human being, but have maybe a sense of humor, have a little, uh, uh, like have a backbone. Like, so, so anyway, I changed my bio to a big believer in, in not being a dick, but I also have a backbone. I'm not going to, just because I'm not, um, I, I strongly believe that you should not be a dick. I also believe that you should stick up for yourself. And if someone is mean to you, it doesn't mean that you can put someone in their place and be like, listen, lady, blah, blah, blah. Like you You know what I mean? Like there's such a difference. I I feel like some people think, oh, don't be a dick means like that you're a pushover, that you just accept things as they are, or you just have to smile and the world is going to be all roses and daisies. And if not, then like you're a fucking, you know what I mean? Like you can't complain. You can't anyway. So I just wanted to um, say that out loud that um, if you get a cake from Baskin Robbins and it happens to look like a third grader wrote on it and you are a paying customer, then you're allowed to be like, wow, this is absolutely hilarious. So anyway, just wanted to share that. Any hoosers. So a couple things that I wanted to talk about today, but I put up on my um, Instagram that I was going to record a podcast today. And I was like, Hey, what does everyone want to chat about? There are some things in here that I don't even know what they mean. For example, someone said, can you share your thoughts on ask Nelly promoting how to get a high value man versus working hard? And I was like, Nelly, like the hot in here singer. I was like, what? Hold on. I got to burp really didn't know what she's saying. So I guess I need to look it up. But if it's the thing that I'm thinking about, I've seen it like, not recently, I've seen it before where it's women who like promote, um, like, hey, this is literally how you can like attract a rich man. Like you should, like there are women out there who, whatever, they believe that you shouldn't date a man that like doesn't make X amount of money. And like there's Instagram and TikTok accounts out there that are like, you should, um, uh, this is how you attract like someone with a yacht. Like if he doesn't drive X amount of X car, then like you shouldn't date him. And this is how you get, these are the kind of places that you hang out in. These are the kind of cities. These are the kind of clothes you wear. Listen, that fucking sounds like a full-time job and straight up desperation and straight up. But you know, that it maybe takes a lot of strategy and to each their own. If that's what they want to do, go ahead. If you, not you, but if there are people, women out there who like believe that that is their key to happiness, let them ride. Like I, I, I don't want, obviously I'm hoping that you're asking me that because you know, my opinion is like, this is laughable. But at the end of the day, 
There's a lot of things that are laughable in the world. There's a lot of people who fucking have these whack-ass opinions. It's like... Uh, a majority of the world knows that they're wrong, knows that it's stupid, but they're probably really finding their tribe. Like, there are probably a lot of women who think that way. That's great. Let them go. Like, hopefully those little dick men in their yachts, maybe they've got big dicks, maybe they've got little dicks, I'm not really sure, but, like, they they thrive off those kind of women, so let them fly. Like, it's like someone finding their match, right? Like, that guy, okay, that guy with the little penis on the big yacht, he is looking for women like that. So you, as a respectable woman who isn't attracted to just a man's yacht, isn't going to like it. He's not going to like you anyway, because he's going to look at you and look at you as a challenge in a challenge that he doesn't want. He's going to look at you as someone who like, isn't going to be easily impressed. I saw this thing once, I don't know where it was, but it was about hey, why do men like younger women? It's not because of their looks. Like in my, in in this opinion that I saw, I forget who it was, I'm so sorry. Um, and in truth, I totally agreed with her. Like, it's not the looks. Like you can get Botox, you can get filler, you can dress up with your fucking pigtails and look younger if you want, right? It's the naivety, naivety, naivety. It's the fact that younger women haven't had usually like as many life experiences. So they're more easily impressed which is why men like younger women in my, maybe it was an opinion and I kind of agree with it or I totally agree with it that like, you know, you think you hear all the things like, oh, she's, or my, my husband is sleeping with her secretary. Well, yeah, she might be like a young little fucking idiot or maybe she's a nice lady. I'm not sure. But if you know that he's married, then you're a piece of shit type of woman, in my opinion, just saying. Um, but you know what I mean? She maybe is very impressed by the fact that he's the boss and, oh, he drives a nice car and, oh, I'm a young person. I've never experienced being able to go and stay in this nice of a hotel, right? And older women, not older, but like as women get older, they make their own money. They have their own successes. They have their own experiences. They're harder to impress. Kind of, right? We agree, right? Or we disagree, whatever. Um, but I'm, I'll look into that and uh, give an update. The other one was, are you open to discussing your opinions on the current ad campaigning controversy? I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. So I need to look into that as well. Never heard of it. Um, maybe Or maybe I have. Hold on, let me Google it. Oh, okay. Um, well, when I Googled it, I'm seeing the Balenciaga thing, which was fucking creepy. And the maybe you're talking about like the Bud Light thing. Here's my thing. Touched a little bit on this in the Patreon where I felt very safe and it was great to just have a conversation. <clears throat> Excuse me. One. Um, so in the Patreon, I started talking about the when the um, Nashville school shooting went on. Um, and I don't know if because... Now, okay, I say this very lightly. I have obviously very limited knowledge, so please don't quote me here. Um, but I'm pretty sure the shooter was a trans person. Again, don't don't know if that's the right way to say it. Trans person. Um, and that's where like the Bud Light then had the trans supporting the trans community on their Bud Light cans. One, why the fuck would you like like a? Uh, it's almost like who care like. All right, cool. <laughs> like, uh, like why, why would you get so fucking up in arms about a Bud Light can? But um, here's my own, like, I am so, like, you want to do this. I'm going to be real vulnerable, transparent. I don't think I've ever shared this before. And um, I'm, I feel like, okay, saying it, which is great. So with 
trans, um, gay. Like, I truly, if you want it, like, I do not care. I am not, I don't, um, I, I, I don't know anyone who is trans personally. I don't know. I actually, um, I know a couple people who are gay and that's amazing. Um, not that they go hand in hand, but, uh, for the trans, um, can I say like, discussion? Sure. Sorry. I'm just trying to like tread lightly here because I obviously never want to offend anyone. And I truly don't know that much about it. My only thought process when it comes to this is the, the ability for a minor to get a transgender, is that what it's called? Sorry. A, uh, a gender altering surgery, right? Like you can't like a, a minor, you can't even fucking vote. You can't even buy alcohol. Like, and I'm pretty sure again, don't quote me, not the smartest light in the bulb. Um, you can't like go, um, or they say that you're, you're not supposed to buy alcohol, um, vote, whatever, because your brain like isn't fully developed. Is that right? Like, aren't you not allowed to buy, uh, have alcohol because of that? Like, isn't that a thing? Um, so why are, why it just, that makes me very sad, scared, whatever. Like, I don't know what it's like to be trans. I don't know what it's like to have those feelings and I would never discount anyone's feelings. My thing is that if we are going to like allow our children to do that, I don't know. It just, it, it, uh, it, it really is not, um, something that I personally think is right. I think that there could be other maybe conversations that needed to be had or, um, not trying to like steer someone out of it, but you know what I mean? Like that just doesn't seem correct. I don't have children, so I don't fucking know, but like, I've seen these things where it's like, yeah, my two-year-old started to show signs of like wanting to be the opposite sex. Well, like I literally, my, my AOL screen name was soccer man 26 for a couple years. And Anyway, I just think children are very already like somewhat, confi I don't know. I don't really want to get into it anymore. But um, if it's about the ads, then um, it's a fucking Bud Light can. I don't know if maybe I'm not reading it. I just, it just popped up. So I don't know if there's something more into it. Um, but those are my idiot thoughts. Okay, a lot of people want to know, uh, I put this on my Instagram and I didn't, um, I guess I, I had shared it on the Patreon. So I was just like used to people. I thought that I like, I guess in the back of my mind, it was like, oh, everybody knows. But I retired Troy and Troy now works for and with, I mean, not for me. That sounds kind of weird, but he, he works with me every single day. So people are like, yo, what does this mean? Like, give us more details. Like, what the fuck? The story was shared, like, over a thousand times. I'm like, oh, like, I'm, it, you know, when you, like, know something already and then you share it and people are like, wait, what? Anyway, so it was a very um, incredible thing that we were able to do. So fucking happy. Best thing we ever did. Did it, uh, he quit his corporate America job a couple months ago and it has literally been the best thing ever. We are calling him the COO of DBAD LLC. I'm the CEO. He's the COO. It's been incredible. He does all the operations of my business. Um, maybe I'll kind of get into it with some more details on the Patreon. I don't know. I don't know if anyone actually wants to hear like the nitty gritty details of what he does every day. Um, but it has been just incredible. And I'm very proud that, you know, I was able to do that. You know, the whole share thing that's like, never mind. What else? Uh, what else is in here? Um, relationship advice, where to find good men. <laughs> Here's a little recap. There is one topic that I actually want to get into, which is the title of um, this podcast, Imposter Syndrome. Um, but 
um, where to find good men. You don't find them in a specific place. You uh, fall so in love with yourself and in your life that the good men, the person that you're supposed to be with, blah, 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 will find you because they're also in that headspace. Done tons of podcasts on that. Um, how you handle periods on beach vacations happens to you every time. Yeah, I fucking know. Um, I take a lot of new biome, a lot of newies, help with the bloat. Um, I shove... I either cut the tampon string or I'm not going to lie. There have been times when I have shoved the tampon string up my butthole and I feel like it just holds in place. That's actually pretty disgusting, but I just wanted to say that out loud because I guess, you know, I don't care anymore. Want to hear about wedding crap. Uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. I have almost called off the wedding just because of the wedding itself like 15 times, but I have just accepted the fact that I'm just going to light a bunch of money on fire. Um, it's going great. It's, um, it's, it now it's just like nitty gritty things like asking what kind of fucking napkins I want. I'm like, I don't, I truly don't give a fuck. Just don't make them blue. Uh, don't make them, just make them white. Do we have white? Do we have a white option? Oh, it's $5 more napkin to make them white versus black. Awesome. Actually, everyone's going to be in black, so they should just be black. Um, but it, it's, it's going great. Setting boundaries in relationships. Uh, different podcast. Talk on it later. Male dominated leadership roles all in all industries and women are statistically doing far better. That's because women are just innately, is that the word? Better than men at literally everything. Like maybe other than, well, okay, that's not true because you know, there's some people who are like, you're, you're a woman. Like you can open your own fucking door. Well, no shit. I can open my own fucking door, but why would I want to? You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, don't be, you know, men shouldn't pay for the first date. Why the fuck not? Like, hello, it's called a free meal. Like, you know, this is always said, but it's like my entire outfit, my shoes cost more than this meal. Like you, if you, I'm sorry, a man should definitely pay for my tequila soda and my mozzarella sticks. Like, why not? I, I don't, I don't, there's a lot of things that I don't get. Um, Maybe I'll go into this on a different podcast because I actually do have a lot of thoughts, especially being in corporate America um, in a very, very white, older, male-dominated industry and being one of the first women in leadership. It, like, shook them to their core. Like, they were like, what? She's too emotional. She's going to fly off the deep end. She's going to ruin our cut. And they didn't say and They said I was too emotional. And I was like, fuck you and your balding, white motherfucking face. Um, and then I went on to be the fastest-growing uh, uh, office in the company. So lick my balls. Um, anyway, so yeah, maybe that's a whole thing. Um, are you and Troy doing a prenup? <laughs> Some of the questions. Um, well, seeing as though we're all mixed in now, we're all soupy, all in the same pot. I don't really know if that makes sense. I'll, uh, consult with my financial advisor. I, I don't fucking know. It's a good question. Um, are you inviting your mother to the wedding? That's something I'll touch on in the Patreon. Actually, on our next live, which is on the 23rd. So exciting. Um, money in relationships. I make over two times what my significant other makes, and I feel he resents me when we split it 50-50. That's fucking weird. I don't know if I like him. And what do you mean? He resents you? Oh, okay. So is it this? It Because this happened to me once. I was dating a guy who made a bunch more money than him. 
And uh, I actually never asked him to split 50-50. It was like his little dick ego that thought that he needed to split things 50-50 and then he would get fucking pissed. So I'm like, yo, I want to go to Umi and spend $200 on a sushi dinner. And he's like, no, I'd rather go to fucking McDonald's. And I'm like, cool. And then he wanted to pay. I didn't say that he had to pay 50%, but then he's like, oh, you spent so much money. I'm like, well, bitch, I make more money than you and I want to eat this good food. I don't want to, I don't want to eat McDonald's right now. I want to eat $200 sushi. So anyway, um... That's a conversation. I think that one of the biggest faults of relationships is like trust and not loving yourself and like insecurities and past baggage that you're not talking about and not having good communication, but also money. If you don't have communication about money, like that's just so fucking important, don't you think? Like, so anyway, um, maybe I'll, I'll dive deeper onto this, into this um, in another episode. Buying a new house and want to make it nice, but now I am so broke. Um, I'm, uh, I hope this doesn't make you upset, but, um, I wouldn't buy a house that makes you broke. You never want to be house poor. You know what I mean? Or I wouldn't want to be house poor. Um, but there are a lot of ways to make a house nice that maybe don't cost as much money as you're thinking. There's a lot of DIY projects. Uh, paint goes a long freaking way. Paint is expensive, but it's less expensive than trying to like fill a room with all this nice stuff that you like. Um, but if you watch my late, well, one of my latest reels on my Instagram, the best way to, not that you are in debt, but if you're feeling broke, the best way to get out of that, the best way to get out of debt is not to save your money. It's not to cut costs. Well, maybe both of those things, but the key is to make more money. Um, I did a, like I said, I did a reel on this um, and I could literally talk for like millions of days. So maybe this is another podcast episode too. Um, but yeah, so when I got back from Australia, uh, when I studied abroad, had $13 to my name, had $20,000 in credit card debt, had $60,000 in student loan debt, had a a uh, shit, shit fucking credit score. And um, I got out of it, paid it all off, don't have any more debt. And my mindset, you know, I would always read these books. I'd cry in bed at night and be like, fuck, I am so poor. I don't have a dollar to my name. You know, have you ever, um, maybe that's your season of life right now, but maybe you have been there where it's like, you don't even look at your fucking bank accounts because you're too scared to. That was me. I didn't realize that I had $20,000 of credit card debt until one day I opened it up and I was like, holy fucking shit. Um, so that's the first step. You gotta really, you gotta rip off that bandaid, have a glass of wine, or maybe, you know, something that makes you happy and cause it's going to make you sad. Um, and really fucking upset. Like I cried for like four days. I was so like embarrassed and overwhelmed. And I was like, how the fuck am I going to get out of this? So I read all these books, listened to the podcasts, read, Googled how the fuck to get out of debt. And everyone says, cut your costs, save your money, save 10% of your paycheck. Uh, um, don't spend here, uh, stop, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, how am I supposed to cut costs when my bills are my costs? And how am I supposed to save 10% of my paycheck when, or 50% of my paycheck, whatever the fuck they say, when I need over 100% of my paycheck to pay my fucking bills? How am I supposed to do that? The answer is to make more money. Like you have to watch your savings. You can't be doing stupid shit like I was doing and opening up a Banana Republic credit card and then a Victoria's Secret credit card. And then, oh, Loft's having a sale. You know, those people at the fucking front and they're like, hey, you can save 20%. If you open up a credit card, I'm like, fuck yeah, social is zero and I'm like fuck like such an idiot so anyway go make more money like in the beginning of my corporate America career I was making 31 dollars a year which after taxes and bullshit is fucking not enough to live in uptown Charlotte North Carolina let me tell you that and um 
So I, I bartended three to four nights a week. I worked my ass off in corporate America, worked my ass off bartending and paid off all my debt. And luckily I've not been in that debt <laughs> and paid off my student loans and all that good stuff. So anyway, uh, let's see here. More about retiring your husband, his take on it. Well, he's not my husband yet. And his take on it is that he, uh, his fucking future wife retired him and he doesn't have to work in corporate America anymore. So now he has to listen to me all day and uh, work at the pace that I work. And it's absolutely hilarious to see, honestly. Like his take on it is that he's probably fucking thrilled, but I'll probably have him on the Patreon and uh, have him do a little chit chat. But uh, yeah, it's been going great. So the thing that I wanted to touch on was imposter syndrome, okay? We're now 28 fucking minutes into this and I haven't even touched on the title of this fucking podcast. Maybe I'll change the title actually. It's a good idea. Here's the thing, imposter syndrome. If you don't know what it is, I'll explain it in a second, but it's something that I have gone through in my life. Well, I didn't really know that I was going through it because I didn't fucking know what it was. Um, and it actually happens. I don't know what the statistics are. I could probably find it, but a very high percentage of successful or like high achieving people go through imposter syndrome. What it means is that like you doubt your accomplishments. You maybe say to yourself that your success is due to luck. You feel like you're not qualified. You actually have this fear that people will figure out that like you're not as good or as not as smart as people think that you are. Like you're like, oh, like I'm a fraud. Like I don't deserve this. Um, you really downplay your achievements. If someone gives you a compliment, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, you like kind of shy away from that. And, you know, I was thinking about it a lot because it's not something that I'm actually super familiar about, but people ask me about it all the time. And people like who are, you know, successful on my new skin team, they're like, I'm going through imposter syndrome. And I have to like relook up the meaning of it before I actually can fucking speak to them because I'm like, wait, what is this again? And it's, it's actually, in my opinion, it's really fucking dangerous because it can block you from literally what your life is supposed to be and what you're capable of. Like, I think people, you know, I know so many people who they, you give them a compliment or you praise them or you're like, oh my gosh, you fucking killed this. And they're like, yeah, 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 but blah, blah, blah. I can't imagine, if they're saying that out loud to me once, I can't imagine what's going on in their head. And that's fucking, it's dangerous and it's really sad. Like you're going to bl block like your path that you're supposed to be on. Like you could be X, Y, and Z here, but you're not because you, you're almost like talking yourself out of it. You're almost like, if you kind of think of it, so, so coming back to me, I I've definitely had like, you know, I remember when I was up on stage winning entrepreneur of the year for new skin. And I was like, no fucking way. Like there's no, like, this isn't real. Like I, it's almost like I don't deserve this, but then I'm like this, uh, you can't like fake it. You don't, it's not like I gave this award to my fucking self. You know what I mean? It's like you had to do X amount of things. So it's like, I understand it, but I more think about my people who go through this and I'm like, you like, what if you're, you know, you're up, for, like, what if you're working in corporate America and you don't think you have imposter syndrome, right? And you don't think you're actually good enough. You don't think you're qualified. Well, that could mean that like, you're not going to go apply for this fucking job that you would be brilliant at, that you'd be chosen for in a second because of that. Like that is so self, 
alter, self-altering? No. Self, self-doubting? No. Self-critical? No. Self-harm? Sure. It's harmful to yourself because you're, you, you are blocking yourself. Like, isn't that kind of crazy to fucking think about that? Like there's so many people in this world who like can tell you that you're a fucking idiot and can say that you're fucking stupid and ugly and whatever, and say you're not good enough and say they're not proud of you and say all these things. But like, so, so you spend your life, you got to like block that shit out. Right. Cause people, whatever, but like the, the actual, the actual like demon is in between your two ears. Like it's actually what you fucking think about yourself is what is stopping so many people from going and achieving other things. It's actually not those motherfuckers saying those things because it's actually kind of rare. Like you think someone's going to walk up to you on the street and be like, Hey, ugly bitch, like what's fucking going on? You know what I mean? Like maybe that happens, but not that often. It's, but you spend, I always say this, you spend hundred percent of your life with you. And if you have those thoughts about yourself, then it's your, I'm sorry, it's your fault. If you are not X, Y, and Z where you want to fucking be. If that, if, if that is altering your thought process, your drive, what you do on a daily basis, you know, when I was like looking into what this was, I did have a thought. I was like, I wonder if it has anything to do with your upbringing. Now, obviously I'm not an expert on imposter syndrome. I have to fucking Google what it is. But when I think about it, I'm like, I wonder if it has to do with, you know, people who are raised and they are told, man, I don't know if this slaps, but just stay with me. Probably doesn't. If like, you know, you're, you're growing up and your parents are telling you, hey, you're doing great at this. Hey, you're so great at this. Praise, praise. Praise. And then as you get into the real world, like I, maybe that's just not as common. Like you don't have your parents being like, Hey, you just did really great at your like corporate America job or Hey, you're doing great at parenting every single day. You don't like, maybe that's not happening for you. And that's what you're almost like expecting. I don't know. Because when I think of imposter syndrome, I think that you like doubt your accomplishment. So it doesn't seem like you deserve it. So maybe that actually doesn't make sense. But I think of myself, not that my parents didn't do that, but it wasn't a like, hey, you're doing, you know what I mean? It was more just like, get this, like, go, like, do it. You're either going to fucking do it or you're not. And like, cool, like, hey, great job at that. But not every fucking day, like, wasn't coddled, was very independent um, as like a kid. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I was talking to one of my friends who was saying that she was going through imposter syndrome and this was a couple months ago and she's really into working out. And I was like trying to relate the two and she said that it helped, so I'll share it here. But I said, okay, so picture yourself at the gym, uh, or sorry, no, picture just like your physical body, right? Um, when you have, like you go to the gym and you can lift five weights. And then in two weeks, you can lift 10 pounds, 10 pound weights. And then the next week you can lift 15 pound weights. You literally can't fake that. Okay. People can fake their image, fake their personality, fake even the shape of their body on the internet these days. Right. But you truly cannot fake strength. Um, and she was talking to me about this accomplishment that she got. And she's like, uh, I, I don't know. And I, I also don't know if I can do it again. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. And it's like, well, that accomplishment can't be faked. Like it's not that, that accomplishment wasn't an opinion of someone. That accomplishment is a fact. And it's just like the fact when you're in the gym, you've gotten this much stronger and this much stronger. You can't fake that. 
You can't fake the fact that now you can run a mile in this less of amount of time. That's what I find so interesting about fitness is that it's something that like isn't, is a, you can't fake it. Um, and it can't be like fraud. No, that's the wrong word. Anyway, so when I think of imposter syndrome, if I was trying to like get myself out of it, um, I would one, have in the back of your mind, like, I'm sure that you celebrate the fuck out of other people when they win accomplishments. You're not like, mm, probably due to luck or mm, you're probably not as smart as they're saying that you are. You probably didn't deserve to write that book and you probably don't deserve to be a New York Times bestseller or you didn't deserve that promotion. You're not saying that to fucking people. So why the fuck are you saying it to yourself? Like that is like the main thought process here is like, if you're not gonna say it to someone else, why the fuck are you saying it to yourself? Like yourself is like your most, like what do they say? Your body is a temple. Your body is a Shirley temple, whatever they fucking say. So like, so is your mind. Your mind is part of your body. Treat it like a fucking temple. Like, you literally are just, what is, what is the point, right? Like, what is the point in, in talking to yourself in a shit way? And I don't mean to make it so light like that, but like, what does that accomplish? Literally fucking nothing. It takes you backwards. Go forward. When you're thinking of anything in your life, like, is this next decision, is this thought that I'm having moving me closer to my goal or further away from my goal? And if this thought that I'm having is making me fucking question what I'm doing, but it's moving you fucking so much further away from it. So anyway, uh, if I were in your shoes, I would be writing down some fucking shit that I've accomplished in the last couple years, big, small, whatever it is, and then take a step back and be like, if I was, you know, imposter syndrome can be like, oh, I, I don't deserve it. I'm a fraud. People are going to find out I'm not as smart as they think I am. Whatever it is, you would never be able to accomplish those things if people, if, if that was true. You would never be able to accomplish that. Those things that you accomplished are facts. So start to think of things that you have accomplished that are literally facts. Have you grown your business? Have you gotten better in the gym? Like imposter syndrome in my opinion, is not, it's like, it's not correlated to performance, to results, to intelligence. It's literally like a, a misperception. It's a mis like understanding of your own abilities. Like it, it doesn't, it's just like you're having like miscommunication with yourself is kind of how I think about it. Um, I think so much of it has to do with like self-doubt, negative self-talk, um, criticizing yourself, being over, like an over-perfectionist, um, definitely, I think, has something to do with it. And just like a lack, a, a self-doubt, a lack of self-confidence. And it's like, you know, I, I think of people who, who I would assume have imposter syndrome and you say something and they're like, yeah, well, this. It's like, we need to, and I know that this maybe isn't helping, maybe it is, but it's like, we need to Get the fuck out of that because what you say out loud is such a manifestation of your life. And it's like, if you think those things enough to say them out loud, I don't know if maybe you're looking for an additional praise, which I get and can see, but be very careful with that. And I hate to say be very careful, but you know what I mean? Like if your life and your like mental health, your self-perception of yourself is only due to the fact of other people over praising you, maybe it does go back to your childhood then, then you're, you're setting yourself up for a, you're setting yourself up for not failure, but lack of the success that you could truly have.
Okay. So, you know, the saying like you glow differently when your self-validation is fueled from within rather than the acceptance of other people, kind of the same fucking thing here. Like, I don't like, uh, if you're having that lack of that, you deserve something and you're trying to find that by validation elsewhere, or maybe you're not trying to find the validation elsewhere, but you have no self-validation, then it's like, dude, what's the fucking point? Like, what what do you, and I hate to say it so like casually, but like, wh- wh- how, you, how are you gonna fix that? And maybe that's why I beat, I don't mean to laugh, people are like, hey, like how can I get out of imposter syndrome? But I'm like, you, you have to get yourself out of that. And if, you know, looking at a list of things that you have accomplished and knowing that like, you, those things don't happen by fucking accident. And those things don't happen by luck, right? Luck only takes you so far. So if you've achieved, and the people that I talk to who have achieved absolutely insane fucking things, that shit, there's no fucking way that that happens by luck. There's a little bit of luck in everyone's life, right? Like the harder the work, the harder you work, the luckier you get. Yes. That's because you're just opening yourself up to more opportunities, but nobody gets, you can get a little bit far with just fucking luck, but that doesn't happen to anyone. And these things that you're accomplishing, they're not done by fucking luck. There's just no fucking way. So anyway, the only way, I guess, in my opinion, when I kind of peel back the layers and fucking actually think about it, the only way to get out of imposter syndrome is by doing the opposite is saying the opposite things to yourself. So whenever, um, I had a life coach once and he taught me this and I've said it before on my podcast, but when I'm thinking about like anxiety and shit, when I, have it, right? I think these like fucking terrible thoughts, whatever. I like watch them. Uh, he told me to picture them like floating above your head, right? So you're having these thoughts of like negative self-talk, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. Acknowledge it, validate it. Be like, hey, okay, that's a fucking, I see it. I see you thinking that. Okay, I can, sure. I can see how you maybe think blah, 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 but it's not fucking true and move the fuck on. And that's kind of how he taught me about like anxiety. He said like anxiety is sometimes like a, like a, like a war, like a, you almost like are grateful for it. You're like, Hey, thanks for making me think that fucking terrible thought for a couple seconds. So now I'm not going to leave a candle burning in my house so that my house burns down and kills everyone that I love. Thank you. Now I'm going to uh, validate that that's an anxious thought. I'm going to uh, say, yeah, I'm not going to fucking do that. That's not going to happen, but thanks. And now I'm going to move the fuck on. Do you guys listen to my podcast about false negative beliefs? Um, So uh, if you haven't, go back and listen. God fucking knows what episode it is. Um, But it's about how everybody has false negative beliefs about themselves. Like mine is that I'm not lovable, right? So if I'm going to have imposter syndrome, I had it the other night actually. um, And I was crying in bed because I thought that everyone hated me. I thought that my friends hated me. I texted my friends and I said, hey, is anybody mad at me? Does anybody fucking hate me? They roasted me, told me that I was a fucking moron. And then I smiled and went to sleep. Um, (laughs) So but that stems from my false negative belief that I'm not lovable. So maybe your false negative belief is uh, that you're not smart enough, that you're not good enough, that you're not worthy. 
those kind of things. Isn't it fucking nuts how our literal thoughts can control our fucking lives? Like they can make you, so you know my favorite quote, the definition of hell is the day that you die, you meet the person that you could have become. Are you going to be looking in the mirror or are you going to be looking at someone completely different? That, ooh, I just got the fucking chills. That is dependent on your fucking thoughts and the thoughts in between your two ears and what you fucking say to yourself. So those are my thoughts. I don't know if that fucking helps. That podcast was a whirlwind. Wow, 43 minutes. I'm fucking out of breath. Need of water. Um, so everyone, please, you know, maybe say a little finger crossed that uh, my tampon strings aren't hanging out of my bikini in Pujicana. That would be amazing. Hope everyone has a beautiful day. And um, see you on the gram. See you on the Patreon. I love y'all. Bye.